Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic. A podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it. Like doctors. 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 Mm. They're helpful, usually. Mostly, usually, yeah. If they are, you know. If you... It's still said doctors. Have the privilege to interact with them in ways that can be helpful, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which, thankfully, you do. I do. For the most part. Yes. And yet still, it's doctors. <laughs> yes. You did go to the doctor recently. So I was going to the gynecologist. I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. And I've had the same gynecologist the whole time I've had one, which hasn't been that long because I avoided them for many years. But it has been since before transition. Yes. And she's really great. I talked to her about transition and she hadn't had anybody in transition uh, working with her, but she was down for that. And that was, you know, some years ago now. Not that I've been able to need her for anything except her usual duties. But anyhow, I was going to the gynecologist and I would think her office would be in the same place because how many places are there? It's a small town. Small place, right? You'd think. Well, no. No, I I drove there and it's in an odd little section where the buildings are in odd sequence of I don't know why they did that. You know, there are a lot of these office complexes where they're trying to give each office their own storefront, but that means that the the whole complex ends up looking like Tetris. Yes. And since they did it in a, you know, confined area, it's a very complicated Tetris. Yes. So anyhow, I got there and I drove past and I was like, okay, I don't see it there. So then I pulled over and looked and it said it was behind me. So I went back and then I parked and got out and I walked back and forth and determined, yes, that was a place because for some reason, the numbers weren't on the building. That's frustrating. Yeah. And they were on the the storefronts nearby, but not all of them. I don't understand that either. (laughs) Anyhow. So I'm standing there where I think it should be, and I'm sure it had been before, and I don't see it. And I I think I'm supposed to be there now, right? And you don't like to be late for certain doctors because they'll just cancel you and make you start all over. And all of the stress is on top of going to the gynecologist. Yes. (laughs) So like it's already base level stress is fairly high. I just want this over with. Right? Right. Where is the damn place? So I I did look for a while, and then I had to stop doing the stereotypical guy thing and and do what I also know how to do, which is call and ask for directions. What? Yeah. Good job. Well, so I I called because I did have the right number, which is how I ended up talking to them for the appointment and so forth. And I said, "I'm, I'm trying to find you, and I thought you were at this location, and I don't see you. And the the lady who answered the phone says, are you calling for Dr. So-and-so's office? And I said, yes. And she said, Dr. So-and-so, right? And I said, yes, I have an appointment at 2.30. And she said, the gynecologist's office? And I said, yes. And she said, okay, are you at the old location? I said, possibly. She said, well, we are directly opposite that. So go completely around the whole Tetris, basically, and mm-hmm. we're on the other side of that same place. Like there's Gosh. probably a back door that they moved through or something right? to this other spot. So I went there. Yeah. So then I went around the Tetris and found them. Uh-huh. And I'm feeling a little more anxious at that point because I don't want to not get this over with. <laughs> and I went in. 
and talked to them at the window and they said, okay. And so we're going to have you wait in your car because it's COVID, right? Uh-huh. And uh, the MA will call you. Okay. And then you can come in. So I went to the car and sat there and I waited and I did things on the phone and I waited some more. And then I thought, what if this is like when number zero child went for a haircut and sat in the car too long because they wrote the phone number down wrong. Well, and it didn't help that you had seen a couple of women walking in. Yes. While I, while I was sitting there waiting, somebody would pull up and they would go in and I'd think, oh, they're going to come out and sit in their car and they wouldn't come out. And I thought, okay, it was their, they're not doctor. Cause I see only the doctor. I uh-huh. don't see one of her assistants or MAs or right. anybody else that she has working for her. So, you know, they're seeing somebody else in there. And another person pulls up and they go in and they don't come out. And I wait longer. And when I went in, now I've been sitting there a while. So I thought I better go in and I don't want to. Nobody ever does. I think, do I want to call? I think, well, do we have to have another conversation of, am I calling the gynecologist's office? (laughs) How about I just go in? Yeah. Because they've already seen me. And so I go in and there is somebody sitting in the waiting room, which is fine. I'd rather sit in my car. Right. Right. But I just think, okay. And I say, so I'm making sure I didn't miss a call. Uh-huh. And they say, oh, Cheryl didn't call you yet, or the MA, yeah. basically. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking that Cheryl must be the MA. Uh, no, nobody called me. I, I just want to make sure that I didn't miss the call. Mm-hmm. And she says, okay, well, we thought the doctor would get you sooner than scheduled, but it appears not. So uh, Cheryl will call you and basically, you know, wave you back outside, which I'm I'm glad to be outside. Really. Absolutely. But it's still kind of like, okay, you let the other people wait inside, but you tell the man to wait outside. Yeah, that, I was a little bit concerned. Yeah. Why would you have one person in and, and where did the other people go? And, and but, but at the same time, I'm thinking that's fine. Like maybe they, I mean, if they had asked me, would you rather wait outside when you get here? I'd say absolutely. Right. So maybe they made that decision for me. But see, these are all questions we have. And we don't know. To assume positive intent, you did arrive a good bit before your actual appointment. Like you, they say, arrive this many minutes early. And then that's when you would put it in your calendar. And then you thought, oh, I need to arrive this many minutes earlier than that when you looked at it later. I and did. so you arrived significantly early for your appointment and they may have not wanted someone waiting in the waiting room. But again, none of this, we have no way of knowing. We don't know these things, right? No clue. No. So I go back to the car and eventually Cheryl calls me. (laughs) Good job, Cheryl. The doctor is ready for you. And I go in and they get me and bring me back there and weigh me and, uh, they have their scale in a bathroom mm-hmm. where they can also do urine samples or just let you use the bathroom. And right. So she did. She asked me that. Do do I need to use a restroom? And I said I I might as well do that. And she said, do you, before you do, do you have any symptoms such as urinary tract symptoms or other problems that we might need a sample? Mm-hmm. And I said no. And off she went. And which is funny yeah. because like the rest of us get pregnancy tests every time we see the doctor for mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. And like, I know people who have had hysterectomies who are still given pregnancy tests every time they visit the doctor for well, any, for like broken arms. Well, it could happen. I mean, that's how my work wife got here. Her mother was fixed. Well, there's a difference between tube tied and, uh, and hysterectomy. If Right. Right. Like, oh, well, that's true. That yeah. is true. But still, like, that's also funny because I remember having to sign the paper saying, after this sterilization procedure, you may be unable to have children. Me? 
<laughs> which is the point of it for well, some people. Yeah. Anyhow, no, they didn't do that part, which is kind of funny. Although on your paperwork, when they asked you, what are you using for birth control? I, I filled it out a couple of weeks before. No, no, I didn't. But I still don't remember. You, I, I told you to say abstinence. <clears throat> and you said, well... I said, oh, I know what I said. I said, uh, not having sexual interactions with partners who could reproduce. There you go. Something like that. Yeah. With me. Yeah. Or in general. I mean, as far as I know, the only person you're interacting with sexually is me and I can't reproduce either. So yeah, I, I don't, I never intended to reproduce. Well, I never thought it was a good idea, but you know, you've never put your ass on the copy machine no. to reproduce. Never done that. So after, after you're done needing the privacy of the bathroom and you open the door, they come and get you and they walk you around and you go to a room somewhere back there. They gave me a gown and they said, you know, undress fully and put the gown on with the back as the opening, which I hadn't thought about. I mean, I knew that obviously you can't not go to the gynecologist and leave your clothes on, but I didn't think about, oh, and then I have to take all my clothes off, which makes sense. But I just thought, oh, now I have to do that. <laughs> so then you have to wait for the doctor and you wait, wait. And they give you plenty of time to make sure that you aren't like interrupted in the middle of disrobing while, you know, they're trying to come back in. Mm -hmm. But if that's not a long process for you, then you just sit and twiddle your thumbs you and do. try not to feel anxious. Yeah, well, I was kind of glad at that point to be this far into getting it over with. Right. So then the doctor comes in and to me, she, she looks different because, you know, we all have masks on. So here I am, you know, naked with a, a, a gown on that has a, a opening at the back and I have a mask. Your face is covered. And my ass is not. <laughs> there you go. Yes. But so the doctor comes in and she's very friendly and she's she's talkative in that way of getting information and keeping your mind occupied about what she's going to need to, you know, examine. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so she does that and uh, she was asking me questions, health questions, and, and I said, how long since I had been there? And she looked at the chart and said five years. And quickly in my mind, I thought both not long enough and it seems like it was sooner than that, but... Yeah. Uh, so she has to examine my chest, which, you know, is flat, but has to be checked because tissue. Any remaining tissue could still become cancerous, mm -hmm. yes. Even though on one side I'm rather concave. Well. Yeah. Now, did they have a second person in the room with you? Like every time I have been to a gynecologist in the past decade, they always bring an MA in with them. Like there's always a second person who sits behind my head and watches the doctor, usually for liability purposes, I assume. Right. They didn't. And I think I vaguely remember there being somebody there last time. Mm -hmm. to assist. And then we know there's an assistant yes. who was obviously busy with the doctor before she called me, right? but she didn't come with. And I was the last appointment of the day, mm -hmm. but no. And I don't know, you know, again, questions. And if COVID procedure, no extra people, who knows? That's possible. It could be COVID procedure. It could also be that if you had made even an offhanded remark that yes, you wanted to see only the doctor, specifying that you didn't want to see like only an MA or something, that they might have taken that as only her, nobody else in the room. She gets to decide that. Oh, okay. You know, it's her office. And she's, 
I ask for her because she's told me, just make appointments with her. Okay. Because that way, you know, I'm only dealing with her. And at that time, I was her only trans patient. I might still be. Right. Considering where we live. It's true. Yeah. But no, she was great. And she did ask me about, when she was asking about healthcare, about surgeries or other, you know, the things I always ask you. Mm Mm-hmm. What's happened in the meantime? Mm-hmm. And I said, I had had a colon surgery and that, it, you know, it went well. She asked about that. And I, I had talked to her last time about surgeries, in particular, um, gender reassignment surgeries or hysterectomies or so forth in a hopeful sense five years ago. And I said to her, I know we talked about this before, but I've not gone forth on that because what I've discovered between my, my chest surgery and my colon surgery is that I'm not good at surgery. And that because of my age, I would be concerned about causing that much trouble for myself again. Um, Even though I don't appreciate having an extra hole where I don't feel it should be there. Right. Actually, I'm quite sure it shouldn't be. But, you know. Yeah. And she said, yeah, well, she could understand that. Surgeries are not a small deal, you know. Mm -hmm. So they can be be a big deal, basically. So. (laughs) Yes, that would be not a small deal. Not a small deal. Possibly a big deal. So, with apologies, but speaking of the whole, she she did need to get tissue samples and didn't go the usual... No, no. Um, when she was going to do that, I said to her, usually you use like a tiny speculum thing. And uh, she said she was just going to basically use the Q-tip thing and give it a poke and, you know, basic get it over with. She thought it would be fine. She thought it would be fine to not use a speculum and just use the probe and just swab. Yeah. And not see what she's swabbing, but, you know, she can probably by this point feel around and know what's where. Yes. And she did do that. So so I was surprised, kind of glad and not sure that would be any more comfortable. And um, she assured me, uh, I had not said that out loud, but she did assure me that it would be dis- a discomfort for a moment, which I already knew because I yes. was the gynecologist. <laughs> so I was really glad to have that done. I bet. Now, mm-hmm. you've said before that in order to relax like your pelvic floor muscles and to try and avoid potential pain from like even the tiniest speculum that they have that they've called a child speculum, which I think is horrifying. Mm-hmm. But in order to relax those muscles and get into a better state of mind and make the process physiologically easier, you've thought about sex before you go to the gynecologist. Yes, I I have sometimes done that. That's been helpful. Did it work this time? Did you do that this time? Well, here's the thing. Because I'm back on my full dose of testosterone again, there's not a lot of points I don't think about sex. Okay. So that wasn't a problem. And I'm comfortable with this doctor, as comfortable as you can get with such kind of a doctor. Yes. Especially as a man. Mm -hmm. And I know it's just going to be a quick thing. So that's that answer. Yes. Yeah, so I I got out of the gynecologist and I was glad to have that done and they they called me pretty soon after. Which is unusual and that would be worrisome. Did did you answer or did you get a voicemail? I did answer and uh, I was thinking that and maybe this is a good problem. (laughs) If if there's a problem, they'll need to get rid of the things that I don't want. a, A problem that needs to be fixed and so I can get rid of the thing I don't want. This is a thing that a lot of trans people end up thinking like, oh my gosh, maybe maybe this time I'll have cancer and I'll have to get my I, boobs off. I don't want cancer, oh, darn. But, but any type of... 
So because she knows that, that I don't prefer things the way they are, and because I'm a trans person who hopes these things will go away and there'll be a reason for the insurance to pay for them if they can go away. When the phone rang, I was both hopeful and like, uh-oh. So the office calls and the woman says, who it is and am I me? I am. Yes. And uh, <laughs> she says, well, we got your results back and we don't have enough tissue, enough, enough tissue sample. So doctor wants you to come back. For a very brief visit. At which they'll have to actually use the speculum this time, probably. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck me. I have to fucking go back to the fucking gynecologist? (laughs) I'm sorry. Damn it. Aw. So anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry you have to go back. I do. But, you know, at least- And then I have to wait in the meantime to go back, you know. Oh, gosh, yes. Can you come back on this day? And I just took the first day she gave me. Right. And made it work. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because I I don't want to wait. No, I appreciate that you like to get problems over and done with. You don't make the problem wait or make the unpleasant thing wait and then let it hang over your head. I wish we could teach that lesson to numbers two and three. I try not to. There are problems that bother me longer, but... Well, we're not talking about interpersonal confrontations. <laughs> No. Okay. No, we are. We're talking about problems we solve for ourselves. Yes. Got it. Different category. Yes. <sighs> I also love that you can acknowledge and laugh about those things. Mm-hmm. So, is there anything else to, to say about that? I, I hope not. So, is that it for now? That's it for now. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Ooh. Sorry. No, it's okay. I wish you could be like that all the time. Good morning. <laughs> Lots of nice volume. Clear words. Yeah, I, I don't know why that doesn't happen. Because I, <laughs> when, when I do talk like that, I get accused of yelling at people. So. Well, it's the tone. That's just my tone. <laughs> so if I say it quieter, then I'm not yelling. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got for you. Well, your tone doesn't sound like yelling now. He shrugs. Yep. Okay. Are we ready? As ready as we get. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is... You're going to have to remind me what we're saying because I remember nothing from the notes right now. Sorry. That's just how we do. The gynecologist. Yes, I know where I went. (laughs) (laughs) What part of the conversation do you want to start with? Uh, trying to get there and mis- lo- losing the, the place. See, let me just start with, I was going there. They, they gave me a gown and they said... A what now? 
Is it a gown? It is a gown. They gave me a gown. Didn't I say that? You said gowned. Oh, okay. Which you always say. Oh, it's okay. funny. It's probably something I picked up from the old people. Probably. I think we should make it the shorter episode by now talking about them calling me back okay. instead of going into the next topic, which is related, uh-huh. because that gives us something to talk about next time. Are you can are you are you agreeing to talk about sex next time? I don't know. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I'm just saying, I think that making a shorter episode is not a problem because we haven't had enough topics. That's fine. Yeah. And I'm sometimes not sure that we should be talking at these people about our not topics. Right. Yeah. We, we're still getting, our, our numbers are still increasing and we're still getting, you know, likes and stars and such. So whatever random shit we have to say, people are still picking it up. So I don't understand, but okay. Word people like to hear the more words. You you convince me with this explanation of word people. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I I like podcasts too. It's just that I don't get to them because I'm not a word person. And so you don't have that draw of like, I must listen to the things. No. No. I have the draw of, oh, quiet. I'm so glad. (laughs) I hear birds. That's what I prefer. And see, I'll be like, oh, quiet. What's something to think about? Oh, I don't like my thoughts. Let me find somebody else's. <laughs> I have moments of not liking my thoughts, usually early in the morning, and I fight with my thoughts There's uh, about being aggravating. I, I'm sorry. I think I think that does happen to you a lot in the morning before or while your meds kick in, that your thoughts become more problematic for you and you have to fight with them more before your meds make it easier to engage that battle. Yeah, I, I think that that's pretty likely. So... Although Um, with some things, and I think because of COVID trapping us all in here, some things persist. Yes, that is definitely true. Mm -hmm. But back to the gynecologist.